Hello and welcome to Bright Blue Dot. My name is Thomas Jelly, and it's my pleasure to be with Idiane Montesia, a partner at 3B Impact with a wealth of experience in the corporate, third sector and public sector, advising organizations in relation to their social and environmental performance. A very warm welcome and thank you for joining me. Hi Thomas, thanks for having me. It's great to be here today. I'd like to start off hearing a little bit about your first ESG or sustainability related role. When was it and what did you do? My very first role was at KPMG. I had joined on a graduate program which involved four six-month rotations. I joined without ever knowing that sustainability, ESG or anything of the sort even existed. So my first rotation was within the finance team. My second one was in procurement and they were very interesting, but I kind of knew they weren't for me. So I was digging around what KPMG did to try and find the area that I wanted to go for for my next two rotations. And I came across sustainability services and I thought, wow, that's amazing. You know, let, let me try and get into that. And I did. And once I had joined, one of my very first sustainability related tasks was to read the Stern Review. Uh, so that was published in 2006. So that's, that's basically when this happened. And, and to create a summary for the team. And I was just mind blown. I was like, I'm getting paid to read about something that I would read about in my spare time. Like, this is my job now. This is amazing. So when my six months were over and I had done that and a range of other things, um, like, for example, working on Shell's sustainability report, it was really very, very interesting for me. And when my six months were almost up, I turned around to my program sponsor and said, I don't want another rotation. I want to stay here. And if you guys can't keep me here, then I'm leaving the company because I'm going to find a job in this. This is what I want to do in my life. So, yeah, that's how it started. Jan, thank you very much for your introduction. Those were the early days, reading the Stern Review, understanding it, also aspects of corporate sustainability. What do you know now that you wish you had known in those very early days? The, the most revealing thing that I've learned through my career is, one, just how little people understand what is involved in this area and therefore how much that holds us back. So when I would tell my friends about what I was doing, and I studied business management, so they were all doing marketing, finance, supply chain jobs, and understood each other perfectly. They told others what they were doing. And when I said, oh yeah, I work in sustainability, looking at social and environmental impact, I remember distinctly one of them looking at me and saying, so are you the one who organizes the trips for um, all of the expats' wives? No, really, really not. We take for granted a lot that we know, even at the beginning, because we're focused on this work. So it's, it's easy to forget how focused people are on their day jobs and how much they know, and therefore how much work is involved just in increasing awareness and understanding so, and, and making it relevant to their day jobs. And, and I think that's the second thing that I wish I had known at the beginning was how to do that especially through innovation, because everyone is excited about doing new things, right? So when you can connect sustainability to innovation and show people that innovation can be about creating a social and environmental service propositions, thinking about how the company's products and services can address uh, social and environmental issues, 
they get excited about it too. And, and I'm not talking about doing that in just a kind of talk-based approach. I'm talking about how you can do that through very structured approaches, which actually give people the tools and the time to do it. Can you tell us about your experience of internal stakeholder engagement around product innovation that is steered towards sustainability? An example of the most impactful use in your experience. So during my time at Braskem, which is a Brazilian chemicals company uh, with operations in Brazil, Mexico, the US and Germany, we created a program called Braskem Labs. And the idea behind the program was to support entrepreneurs who were using the company's products, so mostly plastic, but also petrochemical products, like components for asphalt. And they were specifically creating a solution to a social or an environmental issue. Uh, A great example was a young professional who was making highly affordable prosthetics by using some of the plastic polymers that that Braskem produces. And the idea there was that if we could connect those entrepreneurs to our internal staff, then our staff could help them with their networks, with their knowledge of the product, and really help them leapfrog some of the issues that they were going to face because they're quite new in the market. and They're people with amazing ideas, but relatively uh, little experience a lot of the times, at least the people we, we brought in for the program because they were the people who applied and needed and needed the help. And conversely, for our staff, it was so powerful for them to actually see these real life examples of how the stuff that we were making, which were just pellets in their eyes, and a lot of the times were, were resulting in things like maybe shinier packaging, not really very motivating, is it? And then they're looking at it and seeing, oh, no, actually, it's being used for prosthetics. It's being used for irrigation systems to address the huge water scarcity crisis that we were facing in Sao Paulo at the time. So I literally had people saying that they had been thinking about leaving their jobs. And after they started mentoring some of these entrepreneurs, they had given them a huge boost of energy and motivation, and they were happy again both personally and professionally. For me, that was just such a fantastic example of how when you connect innovation and sustainability, there are win-wins across the board for everyone involved. Thank you for that energizing example. To wrap up, you've had extensive experience. What burning question do you still have around ESG or sustainability? I think for me, the, the burning question that remains in this area is, What will it take to solve the problems that require international governmental cooperation? Because the the challenge is is so great in terms of first mover disadvantages in the climate change. When we're talking about issues that require the people who are involved both causing and being impacted by the issue to work together, I would say we've come up with great ways to address those. You co-design, you create collaborative solutions, you bring everyone on board together through structured uh, programs, which provide the tools and the thinking space and the license to to work on these things. So we we have great ways to address them. But what about when you have the, the tragedy of the commons type 
issues where the people who are causing the problem are not at all impacted by it. What are we going to do to, to solve climate change? Because every bit of progress that we see and is celebrated internationally as deep subject matter specialists, we know it is so far from what is needed. Another tragic international issues is immigration. When you look at immigration policy, they are actually the, the cause, the root, for so many of the issues we see arising from modern slavery. If you can't get work in your country and your family is starving, someone comes along and offers to take you somewhere else to get work and be able to earn a livelihood, you'll go. And when you get there and you realize you have no rights whatsoever because you've been smuggled in, you're an illegal immigrant, and that is still a, a better position to be in than starving to death at home, then you're basically in a vicious cycle whereby governments are closing their eyes on these people and benefiting from it actually because their economies are getting stronger because they're increasing their production, their output, their sales. Those problems really are the, the most challenging ones. They are world issues. Sustainability issues are world issues. They're at the very core of, of everything that influences our lives these days. Civil war, all, all of the pressures on resources that we're seeing. Are these challenges of governance and how we organize ourselves and hold ourselves accountable, or is there something else? I think it's all of the above and more. There's a lot that has to do with the values that society currently promotes. When we're looking at what is valued, it's, it, a lot of the, the things are in individual recognition, individual incentives, and we need a lot more. We need to value public spaces and public achievements a lot more than we do nowadays. We need to value the intangibles in life a lot more than we value the terrestrial <laughs> assets that we own. So there's, there's an, a, a massive income distribution issue that we're also facing right now. The top 1% um, of the planet owns, I think it's 90% of all resources, which makes no sense whatsoever. What are they going to do with all that? There's only so much luxury you can enjoy. I think there's, this is a, a values thing in our society. Jan, it's been a pleasure listening to you. Thank you very much for joining me today. I'm Thomas Jelly, and you've been listening to Idian Montesha, a partner at 3B Impact. Thank you, Idian. Thank you, Thomas. It's been a great to chat to you.